Do you ever feel like sales are gross, heavy, the thing you least want to do in your business? If you have, you're far from alone. But what if you flip that script and you thought of sales as love, as connection, and as a being of service? That's what we're talking about on today's episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today, Laura. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm going to start off by having you tell everybody who you are and what you do. Hello, everyone. I'm Laura Wright. I am a super sales ninja. I am all things epic at sales, and I'm a strategic growth coach. And why should you listen to me? That's always like the question, like, who are you? Why should you listen to me? Well, my whole thing is I like to help empowered women sell with ease and do things in a way that actually creates more income, more growth, sometimes more clients, sometimes less, um, and really maximize what they have. I really haven't met a business owner that I haven't been able to help them amp their goodness up and been around the block a little bit. Oh, that sounds bad now that I say it out loud, but what I mean to say is this. This is my 22nd year of doing all the sales things that I do. So if there is a sales thing to be uncovered, I've probably done something around it. So I'm your go-to gal to help you be epic at sales. That's me. <laughs> Amazing. And we are going to talk about sales because we're talking this whole season about beliefs and rules that people need to bust through so that they can actually find success in their business. And sales is a heavy one. Sales is that thing when you talk to people over and over, they're like, but I hate sales and everything around it is heavy and they think it's going to be terrible. And it's not. <laughs> well, wait, actually, let me say that. So there's a reason that people believe in certain things. There's a reason that stereotypes and beliefs show up that sales are sleazy because here's the thing. Most stereotypical sales techniques are coercive. They can be a little sleazy and slimy and not feel good. And if you are not ready to buy and someone's pushing and forcing, it's not going to feel good. So if you've ever had one of those experiences, you're probably holding on to it real tight. And one of the things that you and I talk about all the time, Mara, is that sales is service. It's love. It's meant to feel good. I was just on a call and I was talking about how every time, and it happens every time, I get to the end of my sales conversation, I've collected the credit card and someone says to me, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking my credit card. I mean, that sounds nuts, but it's because we create this system where sales can feel great. So I want to make sure we dive in and we bust that belief. So Laura, you tell me, like, how do you hear it from your clients and your people? How does it show up? I think the biggest thing I hear is people don't want to be pushy, that they feel that mm -hmm. anything that is beyond just very, very gently telling people what they do is being pushy and somehow mm -hmm. making people feel uncomfortable. Okay, so here's the cool thing about sales. I'm going to say this with authority. Anyone who has the feeling that they're afraid of being too pushy and too salesy, congratulations, you can never be too pushy and salesy. <laughs> if you even think to not be like that, it's not in your makeup. And I really want for you to get that sales is not something that you do to someone. Sales conversations are meant to be a joined thing. And I have to talk about like the way of buyer psychology, like the way someone buys, if they are uncomfortable, they're going to clench up and not buy. 
So like, what if you could change the playbook? What if it could be that your job was to help someone feel calm and relaxed, maybe expansive, believing in their vision? I mean, that actually feels better. It's better for you. It's more enjoyable and it can feel better for them to do the sale. That way, it's, nothing is happening that's coercion-based. Because guess what? P.S., that stuff doesn't work. Like, it works a little bit, but it doesn't actually work as well as sales that are revolving around love. And I want you to actually think about something. Whenever I go to get on a sales call, I think about a few people in my life. There's a few standout clients that really, like, they are sitting beside me on every single sales call. One of them was a gal who she recently took me aside probably a few months back and let me know that I actually saved her life. And I knew that things were pretty, I'd say dire when I met her with her business, but I don't think I really understood the full picture of what was going on in her full life. And she was not exaggerating when she said the work that we did to help her finally have success in her business saved her life. So I think about her every time I get on a sales call. Because what if the most loving and kind thing you could do for somebody is stand up and be their advocate? What if instead of you selling at them, you're their partner in creating transformation? I think about her when I get on sales calls. I think about my client who just recently had a baby. And the whole work that we've been doing together for the last couple of years has been to open up space, create income and processes and systems So she literally messaged me today and was like, um, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, you're supposed to be cuddling with your baby. We set up your business so you didn't have to work in it. So go cuddle. I think about these women when I get on sales calls. I'm not thinking about how do I get your money and how do I get into my bank account? I'm thinking about what transformation do I create in my life? Which is amazing. (laughs) And I think that that idea that what you're doing is helping, you're creating a, something that they want in their lives mm-hmm. is really amazing. But what about that feeling when they're like, okay, so I've told them, but now like, I don't want to be again, it's like pushy again, but like everything mm-hmm. you think of the next step feels like pushy again, where mm-hmm. you're asking people to make a decision when you're asking people to commit to something, they don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Cause that feels like too much or too bold or too in their face. I'll give you the easiest way to flip this around so it feels better. So if you think about sales is usually something that's done to somebody. You like, if you can't see me, I'm pushing my hand out and I'm like, sale, sale, sale. What I do is I do everything in invitation. So when we go through a sales process, I'm always asking, would it be okay if I shared this? How do you feel about this? What's coming up for you? I'm always asking questions so that I can actually invite in the next layer. So there's no push in a sales process with me. It's all about getting permission before you do something. Think about like, if you ask somebody, could I tell you something before you told it to them? You've gotten permission and that way you're not doing something to somebody. It is a subtle shift, but it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And I think this is all the same conversation if you're talking to the wrong people too, right? Mm -hmm. If you're having conversations with the people that you don't really align with or who don't really align with you, because it goes both Mm -hmm. ways, then that conversation can feel hard every time. Mm -hmm. Oh, also I'll tell you another thing that makes sales hard. When you don't know what to do on every call or you're doing something different, 
when I find that a lot of clients come to me and they're like, I just talked with 300 people, not 300 people, but like 30 people, I'll talk to 300. My clients will talk to 30 people and they're like, only two people said yes. Well, that starts to draw you down and makes you feel kind of like funky. And then you start to change things you probably shouldn't change. But when you have a formula that you can follow, you can actually relax. Because I find another thing is I get a lot of clients who come my way, they're like, I'm actually pretty good at sales. But when we look at their conversion rates, what we notice is they get on a call, they get really passionate, really excited, they feel good, and they talk with this awesome person and the person buys. And then maybe they're having kind of like a low day or just not a super high energy day. And they get on a call with somebody who's maybe a little skeptical or maybe a little afraid. And then they don't know exactly what to do. So they do something and they have two totally different experiences. But when you have a sales process that is flexible and breathable and you can enjoy it, you can relax, detach from the outcome and also know what you can expect. And that way it just feels better. I know a lot of my clients come my way and they're like, I hate sales or I don't like it. And I'm like, well, what if it felt good? If it felt good, you would probably want to do it more often and it would work better. You also need to know exactly what you're selling, right? I think that's a thing where people end up being so vague that makes the conversation really tricky. Uh, so I am deeply, madly, passionately in love and lit up with all my offers. Like I get on calls and you probably have experienced this and anyone who's listening has ever talked to me. I always give three invitations on the call, sometimes two, but I'll be like, this is my favorite way to work with somebody. Oh no, no, wait, this one's my absolute favorite because if you're not like passionately excited in love with your offers, if you don't fully believe in them, like I know the work I do with my clients gets great results. I've created and crafted ways to work with me that people can actually not just get results, but really enjoy the process, be in a great community. And because I'm so lit up about it, you have to stop me from selling people. Like I've had moments where I'll be on calls with somebody. I'm like, this is not a sales call. So don't make an offer because it's not actually, like I'm being interviewed or somebody. I'm like, don't make an offer. But if you're as lit up about the work you do, the sales piece is actually the fun and easy part as well. Which I think is a great sort of point. When I think about sales for me for a really long time, even if I loved what I was doing, the uncomfortable feeling with telling somebody the price point made it so that it didn't come off that way. And the biggest switch for me in being able to then sell like $10,000 things with ease was to truly get excited and make it sound, because I believe it is, like a really great deal, right? Like if you feel enthusiastic, they're much more likely to also feel enthusiastic than you're like, mm -hmm. and it's $10,000. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about? Stage it like a fact, not like an apology. Mm -hmm. Like I have a $60,000 program. It's a fact. If you went into any store, like I always like to say, like go to an appliance store and ask to buy a refrigerator. They're not apologizing because there's this refrigerator. In fact, they usually have many, many to choose from, like the VIP luxury $6,000, it's going to make its own food for you while it keeps it cold refrigerator. And then there's like the basic, basic one that just keeps some stuff cold for you. There's different ones to buy and they're stating them like a fact. When you can step into that, it takes the emotional charge out that makes people feel funky because really, what's the difference? 5,000, 10,000, 500,000, it's just an amount of money. It's not a good or bad thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we all just need to feel good about it. And that makes a big difference in how we have these conversations. So as we wrap up, what's a final thought or what do you want everybody to know, like to really keep as the big important piece of this when it comes to sales and beliefs? 
Yep. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a little to do an action item because I always like to get people into motion and feeling good. So what I want for you to do is to write out a list of a bunch of people that you would like to sell to. And when I say a bunch, that can be five, 50, a hundred, doesn't matter. And what I want you to do is to look at this list of people that you would feel really excited to sell something to them or bring them on as clients. And what I want you to do is circle the ones that you're like, you know what, if I call Jane, I bet she's going to say yes. And I want you to circle all your like, what we'll call hot prospects first. And then here's what I want you to do with them so you can feel really good about your sales process. I want you to flip this upside down. And if you don't have a few people's names on your list that you're kind of like, eh, I don't really know them. Like I'm just not attached. It wouldn't matter if Tina says yes or no, because I don't actually really know Tina. I want you to go out and reach out to those people that you are not attached to the outcome and you don't know them first. Go do a couple conversations, get into that rhythm and feel really awesome. Talk about your offers practicing your, your rates like they're a fact. And then after you're in that rhythm and feeling good, then go to those hot and warm leads and make your invitations. What will happen is you'll be well-versed, well-practiced, relaxed. And by the time you talk with those people that you actually feel a bit attached to, you will have taught yourself how to have detachment. And I bet they're going to say yes. I love it. Where can people find you if they want to go find out more about you? So come hang with me in Facebook land. I'm Laura Wright. Very easy to say and to spell L-A-U-R-A-W-R-I-G-H-T. But here's what I would love to do is have you guys come to my site and get one of my free gifts because I have this amazing overcoming objections little guide. And what I love about it is it's going to teach you how to do a sales call so there are no objections. And if they show up, how to walk through them so you can relax and enjoy your process. So it's epic, E-P-I-C, at A-T, S-A-L-E-S, epicatsales.com forward slash gift, my gift to you, G-I-F-T. Come hang out with us, be in the community and let me serve and support you. Yay. Amazing. I will also put a link to that in the show notes so people can find you easily. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome, my dear. This was fun. 